Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the South African edition of the Dope Black Woman podcast. The podcast where we share our personal experiences and expertise on topics that impact our daily lives. I'm Romantha Bwita, the community lead for Dope Black Women South Africa. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Dope Black Women all the way from South Africa. Today, we are talking about Jolofontaine. And as you can see by the chat, by the title of the podcast, um, we, we are posing it as a question, but for some people it's a statement. Okay, so Mjolo Fontaine, the pandemic. We're getting to that in a bit, but today I'm joined by two lovely ladies. I've had numerous conversations with them about relationships, whether it was on this podcast or not, and I'm excited to hear what they think. Um, yeah, so I'm Ramanta Bota, the community lead for Dope Black Women in South Africa, if you don't know by now, um, and I host this podcast every once a month uh, alongside all of the other intersections of dope black women elsewhere in the region, in the world. So without further ado, I will ask my very first guest, who is no stranger to the podcast, to introduce herself, um, including what is her relationship status. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot and ask you your relationship status. I mean, if you're going to make the guest say it, you Listen, better lead by example. Say, can I just say, I will definitely answer all of these questions today because they are very, they are very spicy and they are very um, personal and I don't mind getting, you know me, there's no such thing as TMI with me. So, first things first, can I pose the question and then I'll answer it? Of course, mommy. Um, hello to everybody listening. My name is Rafila Kameli. I'm Mrs. Kameli to all of you for Listen. four months now. I think. Inside Respect of four the title, been, okay? <laughs> inside of four months that I've been married. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this chat because during the pandemic is sort of like my workspace Wait, there, by the, there by the job. <laughs> it's what I try to help people with. So um, it should be exciting to be alongside yourself and Gamu um, yes. to get this ball rolling. And that's absolutely why I wanted to have you on board because me and Gamu, we will speak from our personal experiences, but you can speak from a, no. a professional point of view. So uh, Rafilwe has a platform, an, a dating platform, online platform, and it's called Strike Dating. It's, it's the first of its kind in South Africa and it aims to pair black individuals with one another to um, allow them to find love. And she's also a life coach, so she's she's fairly clued up about this Njolo thing. For those of you who don't know what Mjolo is, uh, you will figure it out along the way. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, hi, hi, everyone. My name is Kamuhelo Matsuso. Um, do, do I have to tell them how old I am? I don't, ne? Do I? Do you want a babe? <laughs> I don't, no, it's not a thing. I also don't want people to be like, well, that's, she's saying this because she's this, you know, <laughs> she's this age. But um, I am definitely, my profession doesn't lie in, you know, the amazing, amazing things Rafile does. But I'm a musician, I'm an all-round artist, uh, creative entrepreneur. So, yeah, I think, and I think I'll, I'll state my status. Um, I am dating. I am dating, not in a relationship, it. but I'm dating. I love it for you. Yeah. I love it for you. I love it for you. 
so my name, as I've introduced myself, is Ramantha. Uh, by profession, I'm a reporter. That's my nine to five. Um, and outside of that, I'm very much single, happily single. Um, not dating. Went on a date the other day, the first time after my word, probably it was. It's been months. Um, I've I've taken a, a dating break. Um, for numerous reasons but also because mentally and spiritually I was not ready for any male energies around me um, so I'm slowly but surely getting there and yeah I think I actually am ready the the date went went well um, nice. but that's just well because I haven't really been around male energy and I thought I would like projectile vomit <laughs> but I would projectile vomit but I didn't so which is a positive step and so I've just enjoyed my solitude and being alone and yeah happily happily absolutely happily single not looking to date at the moment just trying to be around positive energies doesn't matter what that looks like so that's my Mm -hmm. situation speaking of Mm -hmm. dating because you asked earlier on Kamu what what do you mean with dating I think yeah. I think my, my very first question is, and I've asked this numerous times, is do we have a dating culture in South Africa or do you think we do? And why do you think we do or don't? I think, Kamu, you go first. Sure. Do we have a dating culture in South Africa? I think that's a personal question. I think everyone has a different approach to dating. Some people, when you say dating, they are saying relationship, like we're doing <laughs> this thing, right? Whereas for me, dating is, it's either I'm, I'm dating one person or a number of people. We're not exclusive. There's never been a consent from both of us that we are in a relationship. But we hang out from time to time. If we're mm-hmm. intimate, we're intimate. Um, you know, but I think in South Africa, my issue with dating in South Africa is people really, we like to imitate what we see on TV. You know, people, not just South Africans, people imitate what they see on TV. So to answer that question, I think people have different experiences and they get very shook when you say, no, I'm not, are you single? I'm dating. Yes, I'm single, but I'm dating. What do you, what do you mean? You're either dating or not, you know? (laughs) And so, and, and I think people have this idea that if you're saying you're dating, this person's your boyfriend. No, sir, he ain't. If I want to go on a date with you. They also, they also act like it in some instances. From my experience, what I've seen, what I've seen is like, you go on a date with someone, it goes well. All my dates yeah. go well, just so by the way. <laughs> Not all my dates go well. Click to you. If, if, I, if I agree to go on a date with you, it's going to be no less than five hours spent together. Wow. I, I, I beca- literally. It's like that's that for me. That's the whole date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so I, 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 I really, really vibe with people's energies. And if I can pick that up real quick from the beginning in a text. And so by the time I meet you, I already know we're vibing. And yeah. so when we meet, it's going to be like we've been friends forever. And in my case, I, I find that that sometimes confuses people and they, and they try and claim you. They try yes. and be like, oh, so I know me... Yeah, no. And and also, I wanted to ask, when you say Kamu dating and we're not, um, you know, exclusive, which is perfectly fine because that's what dating is, do you find that yeah. um, you can't be open about the fact that you're also seeing other people? Do you say it right off the bat? When is the right time to say it? It's very difficult, actually. That's a good question because I found that guys actually don't, don't want to know sometimes. Listen, like, sis. Louder for the people at the back. <laughs> the guys don't they don't want to know sometimes because it deals with their egos so much to think that you're actually spending time with someone else outside of them, right? So sometimes guys don't even ask. That conversation doesn't happen. If you're with him, you're hanging out, you're having a good time. It was nice. Keep in touch during the week. You guys don't call each other every day because Halle Jolie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a text you don't have to answer off the bat. It's really mm. chill. There's no pressure. So I, men actually, I've noticed because the thing is, if you tell a man, like, I'm by the way, I'm seeing other people, it changes. 
the way they treat you listen, the way that listen, they think listen, they access listen. you it changes completely and then they suddenly think it's a game right so it that conversation has it doesn't happen with me but i am aware that that person seeing other people i'm they're probably aware and sometimes they assume that i'm with someone else when i'm even out alone so and which is probably not a healthy thing right um it yeah. only takes very yeah. few matured people to have that conversation and say look um you know i'm seeing other people i'm not seeing other people and if you're sleeping with that person you actually owe them the respect to say i'm sleeping with other people yeah. i don't like that personally sleep with one person at a time i genuinely don't yeah i just mm. i like the, it's, it's great we get to know each other you get to understand my body etc etc and we pleasure each other but um when you're sleeping with one person and they are sleeping with other people it's also important that they tell you that's when it gets a bit tricky that they tell you but when it just that's dating, absolutely important yeah when it's just dating and you're not intimate i don't know i i've never really tapped into that i think i think it doesn't leave enough room for us to just be honest with one another and say and set you know expectations right from the get-go refill where in your perhaps in your personal or professional experience what have you found about the dating culture in south africa Sure, Ro. Um, I think I agree with Kamu that it's a um, very personal thing because um, not only in, you know, the professional space where I've picked it up, but with peers and friends. Um, mm. It's changed so much in the last 10 years, right? Where people were really um, in that conservative... Oh, are you going to give me age now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I really don't mind. I really don't mind. I love, um, you know, growing up and, you know, um, growing wide and growing it's not only growing old it's growing all different types of directions so Christy, you look really amazing so we will all be shook <laughs> when you tell us our age because you, you look so your age because you look amazing I love it thank you thank you Kamu. I appreciate that um, yeah so I found that in the last couple of years it's really just taken um, a direction of its own because yes we do mimic what we see on social media with mm. you know the celebrated um, mm. but we also want to seem a certain way and not necessarily uh, stay genuine to ourselves because especially this little conversation we just had now I mean if I'm a girl and I enjoy you know experimenting with my body and you know maybe I am yes. you know dating four or five people maybe two of them mm -hmm. are I'm intimate with um, it's been taboo to vocalize that mm -hmm. but I'm finding a lot more ladies are being free and owning um, exactly what phase of their life they are in but I know also geographically, <laughs> I know people, oh, there was this meme going around this past week, like if your Listen. boyfriend's from Limpopo, <laughs> in the last three days this weekend, right? <laughs> you better check on him because he's getting married. <laughs> better check on him or just call it quits. Wish him well in the future. You know chapter. what I mean? Like, because this side of the country, the north, you, the more north you go, um yeah there is that family culture and building a family unit that's required mm. i know you know they may date wildly but they're they're very wildly. close to their family values <laughs> wildly <laughs> they're very close <laughs> to their family values this side by the you know tongas benders babies i mean the culture is very rooted in family structure but now where we are in central johannesburg man it's no man's land because hey um, even husbands are free game because they are perceived as being safe. It's a jungle out there. <laughs> roaming Can around. I just say that? Yeah, it, it's, it's a jungle in Johannesburg. So I'm not okay with, um, you know, what's happening in the Cape these days because I was, yeah, I was last there. I don't know. I lived there, you know, 2015, thereabout. Um, but yeah, it differs, you know, across different parts of South Africa. But knowing our age group, I'm loving the fact that the women are embracing. Um, their exploits a lot more than they had in, in the last couple of years. Okay, so do we have a dating culture or nah? Yay or nah? I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. No, I think. I think varies. people think we have, but we don't. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it's obviously the, po the the part where people cannot be honest with one another in terms of True. listen, I'm dating people, and personally, I think it's the ego. Personally, I think it's, you know, we've we've grown up with this culture of you dating someone and if you date more than one person you a slut you a hoe you for yeah. the streets and yeah. people make no secret by calling you a city girl 
I don't know when City Girls came, became the new thing. Like, I City think City Girls, girls replaced and, slay, slay Women or Slay. And thought City Girls was such a fun term. It was such a no, fun term. No, it's men. It was. It's men. Yeah. They don't want us to have fun. So yeah, City no, Girls... Not City at their girls expense. Was, no. Listen, City Girls was this with is this term given to women from all ages who are just living their life, mm, who are shameless. taking trips shamelessly, who are taking trips. They are going on dates. They are they are unapologetically saying, "I don't want children," or "I'll be the rich aunt," or you yeah. know, they're just living unadulterated fun lives. Mm-hmm. And here. The quote, the term is weaponized against us as per usual. But in any event, let's keep it moving because this is not about men and them weaponizing words against us. Um, so in terms of the dating culture, do you think culture culture plays a big part in that? Because you mentioned like here in the north, the vendors, masutus, all of those. What? Because I've heard a thing or two about Kosa men, and I can tell you a thing or two about colored men. So do you think culture also plays a role there in terms of how men date and how we as women date? doesn't have to be yeah. centered around the men. Culturally. Yeah, because in the African context, what's what's dating? Like yes. when you bring it home, really, you know? Yeah. So definitely um, culture plays a, a huge context because it's seen as a Western concept, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, you know you, you need to be courted, you know? And it would be a one-directional yep. courtship by the way um because yeah it's it's taboo for you to go and say hey mr bang bang you know mm. you're looking you're looking nice there you know shooting and, your shot <laughs> yeah mm. no that's that's a bit of a, a a part about africanism that i i, I still would, would need to explore in terms of giving my professional opinion but culturally um it's always been the man pursues the woman you know um from my upbringing and yeah it it's 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 the 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 now the the current generation that's really just going against the grain and saying that mm. never know more because you're gonna wait until what happens because <laughs> you also need to live a fulfilling um you know um social and sexual yeah. life yeah. um and it's really it's not reasonable for you to wait for somebody to approach you in order for you to do that or in order for you to to feel like you can have the means to enjoy that under the context of my culture says I mean, you've got to you've got to be the culture or develop some sort of resilience that's for you and living a life that pleases you. Um, you know, in my in my opinion, I agree. I I really really do agree with Rufilwe. Culture definitely does play a big role. You know, just the other day, last weekend when I was home, my mom was asking me about a guy that I'm you know hanging out with from time to time, and she's like, "Motohau guy, as in where's your man?" And I was like, "He's not my man." She's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i find it difficult telling them about dates because they always keep on asking about people who were supposed to just and they latch date. they latch they latch to people that it must work i can't you told me about this person so it must work so i was like he's not my man them home do you understand so she's like what do you mean he's not your man i'm like mama i've told you this before he's not my boyfriend we're hanging out we're spending time a good time on my terms and it's nice and she's like so to define it what is it (laughs) (laughs) and i didn't have an answer she's like i was like no she's like you know like what are you doing and i was like we're dating that means i'm i'm navigating if i want to have a serious relationship with this person or not I'm navigating if this person fits into my life or do I fit in his life? And if we do, how so, you know, I'm taking my time and it could be him today. It could be that other one tomorrow. She's like, she, in her eyes, she was just like, dear God, Twitching. my daughter is a hoe, you know? <laughs> but culture definitely, culture and religion definitely have a big impact because when your parents think about it, it just even in the way that it's constructed, it's you meet someone, to possibly get married to them and have a family so for you to be seeing this one and this one and this one it's like girl you you're gonna be a homewrecker if you don't watch yourself you know (laughs) you know so i really do think culture plays a big role and that's why even when you approach a man for example you shoot your shot with a guy and you say listen 
you are such a good looking guy how are you my name is whoever yeah. you know, men men either really get like taken Same aback job. even sometimes they feel insulted or they just like shook in such a way because it's like oh I, I don't know this one you know it's like curiosity <laughs> of the unknown and they want to explore what else you can do that mm. women don't do you know so mm. culture really does play a role because they've been raised and we've been socialized in such a way that a woman does this you wait for a man to approach you you are the one that waits for him to choose you when a man when a man chooses you you must take him because where else are you going to find the opportunity again you know mm. like culture really does set those those precedents and it doesn't make sense because i mean there's so many people in the world right and you don't even yeah. have to be with a man you can be with a woman like life is Listen. beautiful like that you know so culture really really does play a big role and it it, it it also distracts the way we date because when you do things in this in a way that completely defies it or challenges mm. it society is like no she's a hoe mm. she's a city girl she's not committed brah don't 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 mm. she belongs to the don't street go brah. don't go mm. there and that time you'd find that if you actually took your time getting to know this girl and living your lives and doing things and eventually sitting in both saying we are into each other can we be exclusive you'd find that that could even possibly be your woman you know but yeah people don't, people don't open themselves up to that because culture the the patriarchal society and just the way that religion and culture have genuinely constructed society mm. true yeah fact mommy facts 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 that I is to, a whole lot of facts we and, have a lot um, to, to get through yes you wanted yeah. to you wanted to no, say i just something? wanted to add to Kamu, uh bringing the the parents aspect to say it makes dating growing up a lonely experience um, because you can't now suddenly open up to your parents because the context under which we now associate with one another is worlds apart to what they know. Um, I think, you know, from now being a parent to a teenager, now I'm, I'm opening up my, I, I don't ask him, do you have a girlfriend or not? Like, you know, how, 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 how who are you? Yeah. Who are you hanging out with? You know, he, he, he really says, cause like, no, everybody just friends, we're just friends. And then you're like, oh, okay. Who's this one? You've broken with the other one. Like, yeah. Like really that one had to go, but you didn't admit it was your girlfriend. So there is this, um, divide and there is this loneliness. Uh, that comes with going through the things you are going through that you can't confront your parents with because they wouldn't understand. Um, mm. You know, that's also figuring out your life. You know, like what kind of um, partner would, would I like to be? You can't really explain that. To say, mom, I really like my alone space. Now, if I'm dating someone, how does it work? Because I really don't want them here all the time. So those kind of things you can't really find out from, you know, the people that are supposed to guide you. Thank how you. to navigate them because again culturally the divide is just so wide and our um, parents are timing our wombs to the second no you're absolutely right they know exactly when my eggs are gonna expire so they are already they are already planning when i should start dating how long we should date it, how long yeah. we should date when we should get married when our first children are coming there all of that is planned out in their head they have the blueprint for our lives yeah, so and Rose, if you're gonna come and now. say yes can i can i just even say i don't want to get married let's start there and i haven't told my mom mm. because no way in hell she's gonna get it no way in hell she's gonna understand yeah. um also i'm an only i'm an only child so she also wants grandchildren Mm. you know so all of those things are things obviously that that centers around her it has nothing to do with me and she's gonna have to deal with that once i disclose that to her but even in that sense i absolutely understand that it's it's a it's a journey that you really would want to share with them but i don't constantly mm. want to be explaining i don't constantly want to mm. try and you know because I think uh, you're right. You're absolutely right when you you, you didn't want to disclose your age earlier, Kamu. Because a lot of people are like, ah, you're young. You you yes. you're come around. You're going to literally come around. bring my points down to age. You know. Yeah. And the other thing yeah. is, uh, the other cultural thing I wanted to add is, with women, uh, you're never told to go sow your oats. No. You're never told to go and sow your seed and just you know play the field until you're ready. You're, you're right, Kamu. You're absolutely supposed to wait for the first man that chooses you. And then you should be, oh my God, I found a husband. I need to be so grateful. 
I say fuck that. And if you, you, they kind of told you to sow the seeds, that's all you must do. You mustn't date. You must leave boys. Go be successful and mm-hmm. go, go live your life. Go make your money. Leave men. You know, there's mm. there's no balance. Like you will meet someone, your heart will get broken. There's that mm. that guidance that Rufilo was talking about. Yeah, it isn't mm. there, and that's why in dating young, there's so many traumas that come with it because mm. you couldn't open up to your mom and say, "Hey, um, this mm. guy's doing this," and your mother can quickly say, "Red flag, that one mm. lost." You know, um, there's the, because of we don't have those open channels. Like even for you, as 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 a woman, wrote to say to your mom, I don't want to get married. Like there isn't those, those open channels. You know, it's only now. Like I'm experiencing a very different relationship with my mother now, where and I think it's because I had to be like, listen, if 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 I'm if you and I gonna have this mother daughter relationship, it needs to mm. we, we need to be open. And my mom and I talk now, and I can see some conversations make her wanna pray. You know. <laughs> <laughs> But I've said what I said, girl. You go pray. God knows too, you know. I'm bringing you closer to God. You know, but those channels, they really, really prohibit us. I mean, I think about a lot of relationships that I've been in that I didn't have to be in had I shared it with my mother. There's things that I've been through that I feel like I didn't have to go through alone if I shared it with my mother, you know. And I think I love what you're saying, Rufilo, and I think even parenting in in, the parents of today are doing it differently um not all obviously but those that are really unlearning are unlearning and they're re-establishing their own boundaries and grounds when it comes to parenting that a child can even say mom i'm thinking about having sex because that's an important conversation that you must have with him where you are like okay condoms i'm not gonna stop you but here this girl is how old is she you know where the kids are guided and we can even speak about rape culture with kids mm. and and consent you know it's it's so important that we define our own cultures not to say we must forget traditions some traditions worked and they were functional but some mm. aren't you know and we must call it out when we call it out so i really enjoyed what you said um Rifilua, just about just the parenting thing and just being guided it, it's so important because even as adults we still need guidance from our parents you know um we really do so and it's unfortunately some people still don't have those open channels which still makes it extremely mm. difficult when it comes to mojolo and relationships yeah mm. and we've we've got to keep the communication lines amongst ourselves open yeah um, yeah that's know, why it's so important to, to like, have a sisterhood yeah. Yes, places like Dope because Black, very very um, often no, you cannot no. do that. Um, I wanted us to 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 go back just a little bit. So in the context of when yeah. you'll hear this, this we're recording this podcast on a, over a long weekend. Um, it was Heritage Day the other day, so which meant that the weekend was extended a little bit. We had a public holiday, and <laughs> usually in South Africa. People work in the metros, they work in the city, and then they go to the coastal areas or they go to their homelands, previously known homelands, um, to go back to the family. And this was, it was this first warm spring weekend. There were, I probably mm-hmm. counted 20 weddings on my, on my social media timelines. <laughs> Feels like everyone was getting married this weekend. And one of um, one of our sat- satirical artists com- slash comedians, um, she actually posted about how if your boyfriend sends you a picture of himself in traditional clothes just video call him and make sure that it's not his wedding <laughs> but even if you video call him and he answers and it is what are you gonna do because one thing about him he will answer he will answer oh my god he'll just be like toilet fast and <laughs> Exactly. I think she's That's planning what... on having another thread. So Lesejo is, is, yeah. is notorious for having these relationship threads. And yeah. I, I think the reason why I wanted to have this conversation called Njolo the Pandemic as a question or a statement is because of the stuff that's been coming out of her stories, out of her, her Instagram stories. People are going through the most for relationships. People have been played. People have been lied to with expert really? manipulative lies. Yeah that go to extremes women have done 
a lot for men in terms of taking out home loans for men, taking out uh, business loans, personal loans, taking out credit cards just to give men money or to go on trips with these men only for them to be played. So it's so sad. It's funny, but it's so sad and heartbreaking to see all of these things. And I wanted to have a conversation about that. But I want to tie it in with my next question around social media. Mm. Also, just to add to what I just said, it has been notorious that every long weekend during the summer usually so every other holiday public holiday that's coming up usually there's weddings but there's also usually girlfriends that find out that their boyfriends are getting married that day and so that's where actually it ties in with social media specifically refuel i know you guys have had an instagram live for strike dating about social media to post your bay or not mm. i want us to get in there in terms of is it then a risk to you know post your your husband or what i'm not a risk necessarily because obviously you then you'll be better off knowing but do you feel personally comfortable posting your partner are you team post or are you team keep it private and yeah keep it moving sure i've i've always been team post um i've posted all of the big relationships that I've been, the three major relationships, not the situationships and in between, but I've always been Tim Post only because I always want to be in control when it comes to my own life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I have better than other people is the Batsuata Ring syndrome doesn't really affect me that much. And I think when I was younger, it was just blind confidence and, you know, ignorance to some degree. And then when I came into my own realization, I decided, no, you know, I don't want to look back and think, you know, I could have done things better or another way or whatever. You know, if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I'm not the first person um, to fail in a relationship or have a relationship not be successful. Um, You know, but to add another layer to that, um, you know, there's now um, safety aspects, of course, mental health aspects. And, you know, there's all these other intangibles um that come into play when it comes to display your your relationship on social media you know Mm -hmm. like you want to obviously be present in the relationship and not be ready posting selfies and seeing what people are commenting where you should be spending time with your partner Mm -hmm. um so yeah there are different connotations but i always say make sure whatever you are doing is true to you and right Mm -hmm. for you Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I mean, I just, I, I, I just cannot see myself saying I want to keep my baby private so that people don't shoot their shots or him or people don't know who he is or mm-hmm. like whatever reasons exist out there. I just don't see them working for me again, my profile, my pictures, my bay at the time, <laughs> just because he's with you an hour down the line, <laughs> it's got nothing to do with me, sis, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I just have that thing that it the authority has to come from me, you know? Yeah. And obviously, if he's okay, because his face is going to be there. But other than that, I'm always team post. Um, I think I'll always be like that. <laughs> the and argument against, of, the argument against hasn't moved me all these years. And then in terms of you, you feeling some type of way of him posting you or not? Um, No, I, I, I really don't. It, when I was younger, I used to like, I, you know, if I post you, I want you to post me. And I think, yeah, now I understand better to say, you know, a person like exactly like how I feel. <laughs> I can't expect him to, to no, I, I have authority over my stuff. And huh. yeah, if, if it's my selfie I took with my phone, I'm going to post it. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's nothing, there's nothing there to write home about. But I can understand a person that's saying, they are not ready or whatever the reason is for them but it's not a measure of me or how i think they should feel about me i love myself <laughs> and i'm gonna post me and i'm gonna post you so <laughs> you know so the expectation for me is very low for you you do you you know it's how you treat me in person that'll take the cake over whether you post me or not sure i wanna say so <laughs> <laughs> I I thoroughly enjoyed that comment you made, Rufilo, uh, or that statement you made. Uh, ooh, with me, I, I get very triggered when we talk about this because mm, tell I us. Yeah. there's a nice story there with the triggers. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I was never team post, and not because yeah. like I I was like oh I don't I'm scared that like you know girls will come out like I I'm just 
I put like Ramantha knows on my WhatsApp, I'm very candid, you know, but yeah. I'm very aware as well of like dating for me is very personal and very private yeah. for me. It's like my thing, you know. Um, yeah. So I, I always kept a lot of images to myself for myself, you know, I would never post boyfriends. Um, and they would sometimes post me and I was like, cool, but I wouldn't post them. Like it was just not a thing. Uh, and then I dated someone two years ago and with him, it was just so easy to post him. Like mm. it was fun, you know, like mm. he really made me feel so good. He'd always take images of me, videos. He'd always take content of us together. And I loved that. So I would be like, okay, give me send it. Then I put it on my stories and then people were like, wow, you are posting a man that isn't a friend, you know? <laughs> Um, and I loved that. I loved that. And I, it, it, it kind of gave me, like, it was nice. It was cute, you know, mm. until we started going through things and then he trended on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. And then he trended. So, yeah. uh, for his I started, own reasons, he trended for, for what he did. He trended for his own thing. He just posted a picture on Twitter and a celebrity saw it and they loved it. And the whole country went mad for two days. He surpassed the Soweto Derby. This man was trending for two days. That's a very long time as a girlfriend watching girls gag over your man. But it wasn't even that. It was the way he was responding on Twitter that made me cringe. I remember my friends, everyone was calling me. It was traumatic. And that day I promised myself I will never post a man ever again. You know, like everyone was like, girl, girl. Hey, your man is trending. It's wild. I don't know. Girls, my friends were having other girls on Twitter. I was like, stop it. Because like already girls are asking, who's the girlfriend? We want to see her. We want to see her. You're mm. leading it to me. And I don't want that, you know? Mm. And I promised myself, I will never date a guy who's very present on social media. I will never date a guy who's got many followers. I will never date a guy who loves taking photos. I will not. And obviously i was very broken because the relationship also came with a lot of trauma but um now that i've really recovered and i've healed and i've forgiven him like i actually when i date again and i am really keen of the person i'm with get on more poster you know <laughs> because why not you know why not in that moment it felt good even with my ex to post him just because he humiliated me it was not it was not about me it was a him thing you know uh, there was something that dr kanile said um a while ago when she started dating her husband um after she broke up with kayatlanga and uh people were like oh one thing about kanile dr kanile she will post any man she's with and she's like that's that's right i will why can't i enjoy yes she's like that's right i will she's like my social media my instagram she's like my relationship with kaya was beautiful and we were together for a very long time of course i was not not gonna post him we loved each other and we still have so much respect for one another and i'm with this person and he's very well aware that i dated kaya and that's not my problem i'm also well aware of who he dated because he posted her but right now it's our time together and i'm going to enjoy this so i'm not going to be told by you guys who to not post that's not what i'm going to do and i loved it i loved it why can't we love the way that we love even on social media even if your man embarrasses you you know people will embarrass you human beings are just disappointing because we're human and it's also right? no reflection on you it's no, no reflection on you, even though yes, yeah. even though society doesn't always they see it will, like that. They will, they will drag you in like they drag yes. Gum. But I'm yes. so glad that you know she it, it wasn't by any of her reasons, so she could stay yeah. away if she wanted. But I can understand how now you want to keep things private and then your business is out there. Yes, because <laughs> yes. people are gonna fetch your post on Insta Listen. and put it in the comments of the Twitter detectives. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. You know, but I think I really think to each their own. But yeah. it's so nice, literally it's posting your nice. person, oh, it's man. It's nice. nice. I promised. I would. <laughs> I promised. Nice. I would also share. Um, when I was younger, yes. it was. It was never. I was never really in relationships, and that's kind of the time where I would have expected it to be, you know, a thing. It's either I post you or you post me, but not not intimate, not invasive. You know, if there's a moment, if there's a function, if, you know, there's something, it's never intimate. It's never... 
yes. you know it's never between the it's sheets never, like oh some my people God, do. yeah we just woke up or you know it's never oh we, we're going for breakfast or whatever the case might be i feel like sometimes you just feel in the moment i want to share this specific moment and i do and so with i've only really if i'm gonna be honest i've only really been in two relationships um of of note and i would say that the first one i was really young so i i really felt some type of way um that this person didn't post me they posted the entire family i've met the entire family i would be at the same event and he would post this family but not me and so that made me you know obviously feel like he wasn't as serious as i was but you're taking me to your family so i just don't get it very mixed signals young stupid that's what happened and then I went into a more serious relationship, a two-year relationship, and this person was adamant that um, he was not a social media person and his life is private. And for me, um, that felt like you were leaving the door open. Mm. I'm leave the door open. <laughs> I feel like that, that, I feel like that was the mindset. And you also just, your gut tells you that. You know, mm. you don't necessarily feel that way with everyone, but your gut feels something and my gut was feeling that you're leaving the door open for you to still be flirting with other people still to be saying oh it's not that serious you know and I was right because that's how we ended things I found out that you know this person was busy entertaining other people on social media the the very thing that you're not so you were definitely gonna cock block him (laughs) listen yeah so yeah i think in some in some instances you just need to follow your gut also assess situation by situation uh before you before we move on uh do you then if you have posted bay pictures on your feed which means that it stays there do you then go back and delete or do you keep it there and do you have you had instances where your your now current partner is like why is this person still on your feed i have (laughs) i didn't (laughs) i i don't delete until i move on so Mm. you can ask me you can beg me or people can see that it's over but until i feel like it's time to post my new bay you ain't going nowhere so <laughs> that's what happened to me so my current husband when i started dating him then i needed to clean up because the last guy I had posted on there was my former husband you know and then yeah obviously things you can't go back and search facebook is tricky at least instagram you can sort of filter um <laughs> facebook is tricky because you've got to go find every single thing sometimes you are tagged it's not your photo all of these things so i had a few patches right here and there where i didn't see them and then he did you know formally ask me and then i had to remove them but only when i decide it's time again my social media my data my phone i'm gonna i'm gonna dictate the terms it's not intentional to like hurt you or whatever the person was there before you you can't control that or come part of my life really it is part of my so story. i i feel that part is um sort of like respectful um you know to not have them both at the same time and it also took me about way maybe a little bit into a year to post this current one so it wasn't also immediate and what i want to say as well is that professionally speaking remember there would be reasons why also you wouldn't want to post people because maybe they're you're in opposing industries or things like that so my current bay for example where he works there's a professional so i would definitely not po- like try to post him not um exposed or not with any branding or you know there's things to think about mm. um based mm. on what your 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 your, your bay does not just explicitly you know put everything out there you know also you know now we're working from home you know you don't want to post them in the middle of the day where he's supposed to be in the meeting maybe we're taking the meeting at dopio i don't want mm. him in my stories there you know and his colleagues can see things like that so there's just decorum you know mm. just out of respect i hear you yeah. i agree i really agree with Rafilwe. Um, shoot, I, when I said I post a man, I don't post him on my timeline. Stories. Okay. And what? Stories. Stories. You smart. You smart. (laughs) Stories and WhatsApp. Stories. But my ex would post me on, like, he would post me on stories, his Twitter, his WhatsApp, his Facebook. So I was there, you know. Um, but I definitely remember a relationship I was in. I was very young. The guy was eight years older than me. Uh, he was 30, I was 22, and he was in a relationship for three years with 
a, a, a woman he had loved dearly. And I remember how insecure that made me feel when her pictures were still on his Instagram. Mm. And I was like, you and her have been apart for over a year. And I respect that you still love her. You don't just switch. Love is not a switch you switch on and off. I really mm. do. But we're trying to start something here. Um, mm. Like, what does that mean for me? Would you like it if I had my ex on? I used that card, which was also very low of me. And I was younger, you know. Um, mm. I was young and I take accountability for that. But when I meet someone or when I date someone now, mm. I understand that love is not a switch. Mm. And mm. like, do what you need to do. But please don't post me if that person is still yeah. on your TL. Like, don't post yeah, me. No, that oaks. Yeah, if that person's still on your TL, I completely respect that because also some pictures hold really beautiful memories, you know, that you can never get back. And our Instagrams are like albums now. We keep, you know, they're yeah. like albums. Uh, but hashtag archive also. Archive Arch- exactly, exactly. So <laughs> I, 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 it's a, it's a tricky one. But I agree. Like, don't post the the next person if you uh-huh. are, you know, work through that feeling you have for that person. And then when you're ready, you can post me. But we can't both be on your timeline now. Nah. You know. Got it, girl. So my theory, I have a theory around why we say Jolo Fontaine is a pandemic. And just as, this is a running theory, but I believe it strongly that we have not begun to, as Africans, as South Africans, as black South Africans, have not begun to explore alternative forms of relationshiping. And I wanted to know, like, what are, what are your thoughts on alternative relationshiping in South Africa? And when I say this, I mean non-monogamous relationship, polyamorous relationships, open relationships. What does, what does the scene look like in South Africa, if you can give people a little bit of a glimpse from what you know obviously you i'm not saying you do know uh but yeah what do you think the scene is here are we open to alternative relationships and are those people ostracized who practice that and why do they all live in melville (laughs) (laughs) the shade they really do you need to give you need to contextualize melville is a, a hustle and bustle little area in Johannesburg yeah. I need to know why no I'm, I agree with you 110% bro that um, we haven't done that um, but partly because of what we've spoken about today that taboo? you know culturally culture. yeah 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 it's still a bit of a taboo that's why the more conversations we have like this we're gonna you know open the lid of shame and people mm. can you know really just embrace who they are and mm. what what um what it means to explore that because maybe you've never thought of that right and then you find yeah. yourself in a situation and you're like actually i like mm. um but i definitely do see it happening a lot more like i said <laughs> only in a certain part of town you know not far from where i live i do tend to see those type of people that are freer than others mm. um but i think it's it's yeah it's it'll take us a long time to get there because it's again um tethering on that line who's fooling who because yeah. at the end of the day you have to be affirmed to say no i really you know do i'm not a monogamous person you have to come full circle to realize that um because again boils down to ego ego and being mm-hmm. um affirmed in who you are you see when it comes to dating a lot of people um they're like you know chimpanzeeing you know moving from tree to tree and always attached um so things like you know doing work on yourself and find out exactly who you are become neglected and people go into relationships with such a list of demands i want i want i want Mm -hmm. and then when you say what do you offer they become you know um the the mood changes <laughs> you know so knowing exactly what you bring to the table is very very key in exploring other types of relationships because you don't want to go there thinking i'm looking for you know a rock a support partner and all of that and then you find an anchor partner and then the anchor partner is not open to you having you know multiples or things like that and then now you know you've got to do i sacrifice for him do i change what i wanted you know so it's very young 
but it's not impossible. The key belongs with people who know exactly have spent the time and the effort understanding who they are. Yes. If I could if I could add to that, I think it also comes from it has to come from a place of I'm also fine with disclosing my reality to someone and accepting that that is not something that they're prepared to do. And yep. I think the I I just want and, and we'll get to that just after this. I think we'll end with that. But I I would love for black women to start saying I don't give a fuck if yeah. this is not something that you want. Yeah. This is who I am. This yeah. is how I love and you get with it or I find someone who can. I think it's this mentality of Oh my God, I'm never going to find someone. The world has 7 billion people. Yeah. How the hell are you going to think that your man, why is your man in Bryanston? Why is your man in four ways? Why is your man in, you understand, like we need to widen our mindset that there are people who think like us. There are people who love like us. Yeah. And there definitely will be someone who will love you faithfully, who will love you in a monogamous relationship. Cheating yeah. is not a natural part of a relationship. The problem is honesty. And I think yeah. that's why I wanted to ask the question, are we all just lying to ourselves? All of these men who are going around cheating and being dishonest, do they just not want to do the work and realize that, listen, I'm a non-monogamous man yeah. and I need to be honest and open about this truth of mine yeah. and present it as such so that I can give the next person the agency to say, oh, this is something I can sign up for or... Nah, I don't think this is something I want to sign up for because it's not my story. So yeah. uh, does does the two link for you guys as well? I, I actually wanted to state that I think people are really relationshiping differently. They just don't want to define it. They are scared yeah. or they don't want to accept that they are relationshiping differently. Many people are in um, non-monogamous, non-monogamous relationships, you know, and those that are proud of it, uh, speak about it in safe spaces where they will not be ostracized or judged or marginalized for their different choices right and those that claim they don't believe in it are doing it behind closed doors or even publicly and defining that as yeah but we all know men cheat no you're not monogamous and that is okay don't want that narrative exactly but give a person the freedom to decide, I agree, Ro, mm-hmm. that I want to be a part of this or no, actually, I like a committed relationship. If I'm in a relationship mm-hmm. with you, I want to just be in a relationship with you. And if you ever decide to change your mind, please, brother, let me know. Or please, sister, mm-hmm. let me know, you know. So I do think people have always been relationship. <laughs> I think people have always been relationshiping differently. But it goes back to what you're saying. People don't want to accept it because if they do, then it's the labels. They'll be labeled as this and this and this and this. And it goes back to what we're saying. Culture is going to be the reason that people literally gaze at them differently. If they say, I love I, I, I love being in polyamorous relationships or I love being in polygamous relationships, you know, literally people to admit that non-monogamous, non-monogamous relationships are for them. It benefits men more than it does women. When, as a woman, you admit that, society doesn't really take it as much as a man who would say, I'm getting a second wife. And you're all mm-hmm. fine with that, you know. I think I, I wanted to add to that on a more personal level. Have you had a alternative relationship experience um, yourself? And is it something that you're open to exploring? Mm, can I answer that? Yes. yes, please come on, take the pressure um, off the merry girl here. <laughs> I've, I, I've explored with women and, you know, and men as well. Um, but just with where I am, I'm, I'm happy to be in a monogamous relationship when I get into one. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I've, I think I, I'm allowed to change my mind if I ever decide to, mm-hmm. um, which is the best part about this thing. But um, yeah, this is, that's the best part of the thing. But I, right now with where I am, I would like a monogamous relationship with a person. But if ever life leads me to different paths, I'm open as well to changing my mind. To take the pressure off you even further, if you where I go next. I have, I have, I have been on a discovery journey in terms of defining relationships for myself mm-hmm. and I do think that I am open to alternative relationships 
Um, I, I've discovered about myself that I cannot see forevers with people, with people in general, whether it's friendships or otherwise. I live in the moment, I live in the season, and I, I sort of bask in the joy and the turbulence and all of that comes with it. But I've never seen marriage, I've never seen, you know, us sitting on a stoop growing old together. Those are not my kind of visions when it comes to relationships. And so I do think that I would definitely be open to alternative kinds of relationships because I'd love to see how I, my, what my capacity for loving is and what it looks like. Not necessarily what society tells me what it should be. And, and it's very important for us to sit with ourselves and find out, am I, am I trying to fit myself into a societal norm that says that I need to find myself a partner who is monogamous? I'm not saying that this is the situation. I need to find myself a partner that's monogamous. We need to grow old together. And if you don't find that version, you have failed as a woman or you have failed as a human. And I think that's very part of the reason why a lot of women sit with relationships that they did they shouldn't be in quite Mm. frankly abusive relationships but they sit there and they think who's gonna want me who's gonna Mm. want me only if Mm. 50 out of my 70 relationships have been a cheating scenario so i think we need to sit and we also need to sit i think this last year and a half of just being single almost two years in in Jan next year it would be two years of just sitting with myself and finding out firstly who I am without a person in my life mm-hmm. and now slowly but surely introducing various ver- various versions of that so mm. that I don't necessarily lose my youth mm. or lose all of these years where I have an opportunity to explore and find out what I want so yeah, I'm that's where I am. I'm I'm very much open to exploring and figuring out for myself uh you know what it is that I want. Yeah. Now I, you can go. <laughs> I always say it's a relationship, it's not a limb, right? Because I think we yeah, the the value we place on it and all the definitions and the boxes are what puts us us you know under pressure what i really never want you know in my marriage and i'm pretty vocal about this is to you know place myself in in a position to say i'm going to be somebody's everything mm-hmm. i really don't like that notion because i i i i am still growing and on a journey to be everything to myself i'm not mm-hmm. quite there yet um mm-hmm. so how then do i become somebody else's everything of course it's subjective they may feel like already oh already you my everything and everything but in terms of delivering <laughs> you know on every single promise every single day consistently always on i feel like nobody needs that pressure um which is why i go into it as you know i'm gonna give it everything i've got and my mm. intention for as long as i can see forward i mean i hear you saying yeah. about forever my intention is to get there forever but as somebody that's been married before and it didn't work out i'm very okay with the fact that mm. i can live for a fulfilled life beyond my marriage should, yeah. should things come there so i don't obviously nobody goes into it thinking divorce but i'm thinking it is a relationship and if it has mm. to have the beginning and then end i would not be you know like really <laughs> i would still be me basically yeah. at the end of the day um so when it comes to alternative relationshiping i don't know you know the only other way it can exist if i don't know if i was in a polygamous marriage but in terms of um what's the other one where i'm looking for another husband uh <laughs> you know uh, i think for na- <laughs> polyandry i think for now i am okay given the fact that i'm a busy woman because you know <laughs> these people also require attention yeah um so what i've got going professionally is yo no it's it's a bit too much Perfect. but again i never want to feel as though i have to deliver on everything for another human being that's i think that's a bit unreasonable just in closing what what are your advice your tips your your wishes for black women when it comes to dating come you can go first okay sure wow girl asking me to give wisdom and then i go first <laughs> you've been spitting it the entire time <laughs> listen <laughs> i think 
I will, I will say this because I've learned this for myself. I think women should remember that they also have, they have also get to choose. Women get to choose. Um, we need to important. stop believing that just because a guy chose you, that's it. That's the end all and be all. You also get to choose. You also get to choose in a relationship and decide this is not it. You're not what I want for myself. I don't want to see myself living a life with you that's like this or that's limited to this i would i can't see myself married to someone like you having kids with someone like you and we need to be very honest with ourselves i also think women need to be super intentional and not afraid because we 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 think just because we're intentional and direct people are not going to come that is true you're going to narrow your list down but that's also saving you time and your heart because imagine going through all those people only for you to be so wrecked at the time that you meet the person you're meant to meet you know so i really i'd like ladies and people in general to remember that you get to choose you get to change your mind you're allowed to choose take your time if it means you rotational dating and deciding who you like and who you don't like do it your friends will probably judge you because they're getting married they're having babies it's fine and don't feel left behind if people are doing that and you're deciding to take a different route live your life on your terms it's so important i think yo we've been socialized to always sacrifice ourselves you know and put ourselves last put yourself first mm -hmm. you get to choose raise the bar for yourself and if a person doesn't mm -hmm. act right accordingly mama cancel that guy you get know um or cancel that person so choose be intentional don't be afraid to continuously change your mind as you grow you change so continuously change your mind reevaluate where you are what you want what's working what's not yeah that's my wisdom and date 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 because with dating you get to see what characters in people you don't like and what you do you even get to see what characters in yourself you need to work on you know and when you make a list if you ever want to make a list that shows intention make sure that you also work on yourself to fit and and, and meet that list do the work as well that's my wisdom <laughs> love 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 do you feel well in closing this this is something that I have definitely picked up professionally that um, people do not enjoy their singlehood or their singleness. I don't understand why that is. Um, every true. phase, every single phase, whether you are you know dating exclusively or not, whether you are just by yourself, you know whether you are being to be married, whatever it is, make sure you enjoy that experience end to end. I mean, being single, I mean. <laughs> can something be more beautiful than dating yourself you know getting yourself. To know yourself Ooh. working on yourself you know spending money on yourself spending time with yourself i mean mm. i cannot even you know but people always want the minute a relationship ends they want to hop onto another one because by definition being single is less and mm -hmm. for me enjoy full-on whatever phase of that life that you are under i mean only good can come from that because i mean that glow somebody's bound to want to be a part of it that's how you become attractable you attract others you know mm. by radiating the self-love um so you know that desperate wanting to always have something in your hands for me I, I advise against it because again it gives up a different energy when you are you know in a in a dating situation or in a first date or things like that so embrace every stage of the relationship statuses that you you know go through that's my piece of wisdom oh ladies thank you so so much for the gems this was such a vibe i loved speaking about like things that we we so often do not want to say in public um, yeah. I love that we're setting new boundaries for ourselves. We are writing our own stories as dope black women. And I, I'm incredibly proud of the women that are in our spaces and the women that think the way that you do, you know. Um, and that, that's what makes us dope. So, yeah, thank you so much for joining me. Have a thank beautiful you. rest of your evening. Um, I'll see you, everyone who's listening. I'll see you guys soon. Tune into another podcast next week by one of our other community leads in the Dope Black family. See you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.
Thank you so much for joining us this week. For more content, follow us on Dope Black Woman One on Instagram and Twitter. To join our community, drop us an email on Africa at dopeblackwomen.org. See you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.